0: Hey, everybody. This is Ryan with Corvus Lore, and you are watching CMSTV, Classic Metal Show.
1: How to right here on your classic metal show with Thinking About You. I got to be honest with you, I don't know much about how to, but that one goes out by uh, request to by uh, Mark Russell. And we heard uh Walks Like a Woman, let's see who is that for uh Chad Moore, and then we heard uh All's Fair and Love and War from Lillian Axe for the uh lovely Shelly Rocks in the chat room.
2: What a terrible name for a band. How to. How to? Is it H-O-Space T O?
1: No, it's H-O-W-E and two two lines for two, like oh. the Roman numeral two. Right, let's see if how I can find in there.
2: Because if you just said that, I just went and looked up how to band and it brought me up 400 things on how to start a band.
1: Oh, uh, it's just how
2: to. Let's figure out who these fuckwads are. <laughs> these fuckwads. How to, um, the first album is there? Well, they didn't even have a wiki page, just the album does. High Gear is the first studio album by the American rock band How To, released in 1989 through Shrapnel Records. How To was a short lived group fronted by guitarist Greg Howe and his brother Albert Howe on vocals. Okay, so it's um, let's see if we can find out who the other guys are. Here we go. Albert Howe on vocals, Greg Howe on guitar, Vern Parsons on bass, and uh, Jeff Navallo on uh, drums. Wow. With um, Mike Varney and Jason Becker throwing in some guitar on track nine. Okay. The song called Party Favors. All right. Is that the one you just played? What did you just play?
1: Thinking of You. Thinking of You. Okay. Mm -hmm.
2: Well, none of the good guys played on that one. (laughs)
1: Well, since it's uh, since it's a holiday weekend, yeah, and since we have a tendency to just, you know, kind of make make these type of shows kind of a fuck around show, fuck around show, right? (laughs) Right. I, I thought I would bring back a segment we haven't done in a while.
2: Okay. There's a request in the chat room that we need a snatch chat bumper. Dude, I'm in a total fucking sexed up porn fucking drunk stupor tonight. I'm just ready to talk about pussy, 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 pussy,
1: pussy. Isn't that like the greatest word ever? Hunt. Roast beef. Pictures of snatch shoots. The snatch. You got three inches of moist skin flaps and we'll do anything
2: for that. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> I sound like a prophet there.
1: (laughs) Well, uh, I I thought it's been a while since we've done this snatch chat for a while. Sure. And I ran across an article this week. I was just like, and again, I know we have a few women who listen to the show. And they
2: might uh, want to tune out for the next hour.
1: (laughs) I I, I don't, I don't think that's the thing. I I think I want to know if, if they share. These sentiments okay um this this article here and and i i I read it and i'm just going is this really a concern are are these things a concern for women in general Mm -hmm. so the the name of the article is my dude get a clue okay women are sharing the things they can't believe we still have to explain to the men in our lives all right. <laughs> All right. Uh recently we shared some especially clueless things that certain men have said about women's bodies. <laughs> Chris. Okay. <really>? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you horrible men. The first full, the first full hour of the show tonight was dedicated to <laughs> Jesus Christ, son of a bitch well dude wait
2: did did you see in the chat room the the, the thumbnail that i put up for yeah, that i made I for
1: youtube big, i saw the big fatty
2: i don't know that that's even gonna fly <laughs> is
1: that the white lizzo yeah,
2: yeah exactly
1: she's wizzo yeah <laughs> ah <laughs> <sighs> So anyway, um, recently we shared some of the especially clueless things that certain men have said about women's bodies, lives, rights, and experiences. And in the comments of which there are more than 300 women have shared even more ignorant, wrong, or just plain misogynistic things they've experienced. Okay. So I just thought this would be kind of a fun topic. Sure will be. Here's some of what they had to say. I'm not vain. I'm looking at my reflection in the windows to make sure no one is following me. Don't come up and tell me it's okay. Your hair is fine. You're what I'm afraid of. What? So, so there's a, there's a safety tip for women that says, if you think you're being followed, stop and look in a, in a store window and use the window as a mirror to see who's behind you. Okay. And basically they're saying, I'm not vain. I'm looking at my reflection in the window to make sure that no one is following me. So don't come up to me and tell me it's okay. Your hair looks fine. You're the one I'm afraid of. Oh, please. Please. All right. I already hate this bitch, but go ahead. (laughs) Well, that's just one comment. All right. So again, is, is that a concern? I mean, I understand the safety on the streets and stuff, but, uh, do, do, do men come up and say, don't worry, your hair looks good. I've
2: never done that.
1: I, I haven't either, but I'm just telling you what these people have, uh, are reporting as being clueless men who have said things to them. Right. Uh, If I have to roll the garbage can out to the curb at night, I leave the porch and the front door to our house open so I can run quickly in if I sense danger. (laughs) One night, my husband walked by the open doors and slammed them shut and then scolded me for leaving them open. When I explained why I did it, the six foot, five inch, 230 pound man looked blankly at me and said, what? No one's going to mess with you when you take the garbage out, <laughs> <laughs> especially if you're looking like a wreck, like, uh, like yeah. what's her face Susanna Hoffs. No, not her. The other one. Oh, uh, uh, Bridget Fonda, Bridget Fonda. They might stuff her in
2: the can if she, if they can get her in it.
3: Right. Exactly.
2: All right. My husband told hold me, hold on, hold on real quick. That's Breaking break. Look who is in the chat. Look at that.
3: Wow. Look at that.
1: Hello, red. Mr. Big voice guy. Oh shit. Mr. Big voice man. Haven't heard from red in forever. Look yeah. At that. He's busy with his big radio career. He is. He's way bigger than us. I know. That's what I'm saying. He's left. He's left us little Ben behind.
2: Right now. He's on 43 radio shows. and.
1: <laughs> Just doing his thing. That's what he does. That's he was. That's right. given, he was given that voice that uh, just, you know, rocks the nation.
2: That's right. Classic country gold or whatever exactly. he's doing. Old old country radio. Good for him.
1: Hey, red. What's up? Yep. <laughs> All right. All right. Go ahead. Uh, my My husband recently told me that he gave a stranger a ride in his truck by himself. Oh, my God. It was pouring. He saw this person walking. So he felt bad. I looked at him in such shock and told him that it would never even occur to me to pick up a stranger in my car by myself. All right. Well, so don't (laughs) it's kind of my point. It's just like, so what are you,
2: what's your issue here? Who's telling you to pick up a stranger by, by yourself.
1: Nobody. It's like, I can't believe you did that. Yeah. I mean, who, who the fuck is saying this women to their husbands and their significant others? Oh, shut up. It's that's a, that's a, <laughs> a snatch chat, Chris. Come on. Oh my God.
2: in The spirit. I am. I'm just trying to figure out the the. See, I'll tell you what the biggest problem with this story is. This is this new age of fucking women that think that we're all equal. Yeah, we're not you. If you pick up some dude on the street, you may very well end up fucking duct taped in his basement. <laughs> we are probably not going to end up that way.
1: Those to show you that we are not equal. That's right. It, it,
2: and that being said, John Wayne Gacy may had a whole lot of fun capturing dudes. We just don't fear it as much as you. You're so afraid of being raped. We're not afraid of being dead. (laughs) Suck it up. (laughs) Dumb bitches. Uh,
1: I hate it. I hate that it takes some men having daughters to realize that we're actually people.
2: That's still debatable.
1: Some husbands can't understand why their wives object to groping after marriage. After all, we're married now, so I can touch you anyway, anytime, right? I'm just showing you how attractive you are. I consider it immature, frat boy bullshit, and it's not a turn on. This is a miserable marriage. Exactly. Holy cow.
2: That is just if you don't want your husband to give you a little smack on the ass or something, or, or, or tweak your dick boob or
1: give you a pinch on the ass or, yeah. or you know, whatever,
2: you know what we're going to do. We're going to go find it somewhere else.
1: Yeah. We're going to go to deja vu and
2: tweak a stripper's ass. <laughs> part of your job, a uh, part of your job as, as the wife is to be our, our, our whore yeah. because mean, we're, we're not allowed to go and get other whores anymore so you have to fill that role right
1: that's your job (laughs) well you're supposed to just like okay we're just friends now oh now we're married separate bedrooms yeah yeah. we we, we live as roommates now
2: no dude uh, so i'm watching that show the shy i was telling you about that show the shy yes and there's one scene in the shy where um there's this dude and he's he's kind of looking out the window he's a younger dude he's like he's like living with his mom or something okay and he's just sitting there looking out the window making sure his mom doesn't come while this chick's blowing him like (laughs) sitting right there at the window and the chick's just fucking going to town sucking his dick right right my only thought and i kid you not it's so ironic that you brought this up Yes. because i'm i literally the thought that went through my head is that would make me want to get married again (laughs) that was the thought that jumped into my head That's the relationship I want. Just casually hanging out here. Here's this dick. Take care of it.
1: Yeah. But but as soon as that ring is on that finger.
2: Yeah. Done. No more. I know. But I, I just, just for a fleeting second, that was like the thought that just jumped in my head. And I was like, that could be good. Right. But that's what you want. I mean, especially a jealous wife. If, if you're the kind of wife. That doesn't want that, then you better be open to an open marriage, strip club, per you know, strip clubbing, swinging. Because if you're not going to let part of our natural instinct is to enjoy every bit of woman, yeah, the ass, the tits, the blowjobs, the pussy, the asshole, all of it. That's part of our job as guy. That's our DNA.
1: Well, that's that's just that's just nature. Yeah, I mean, it's not. A learned thing it's just that's that's just nature
2: yeah and let me tell you about the choice to get married just so you ladies don't misunderstand the choice to get married (laughs) when we choose to marry you we're literally saying forget what we're saying to you we're lying to you with everything we're saying we really are all the bullshit that you're hearing about you know what i just want to build my life with you and live forever with you and i'll all that shit that we tell you to get you to say yes is shit. It's all lies in our own heads. We are sitting around telling ourselves, am I going to be able to only fuck this girl? <laughs> am I going to be able, does she suck good, suck dick well enough that I want, that I, that I don't really want to, to try out other chicks mouths. Right. Is she willing to give me anal? Is she dirty enough for me? Right. Those are the things that go through our minds. Meanwhile, you chicks go through the, I wonder if he's going to make enough money to take care of me. I wonder if he'll buy me a house. I wonder if he'll buy me the shoes that I want. That's the difference. We evaluate it as we have to, for us to say, marry me, we have to somehow convince ourselves that you will stay whore enough for us and let's be honest you all know this when you're all dating us trying to get us to marry you you're way over whoring (laughs) we know that we absolutely know that we know that you're over whoring and we actually take it into our mind i remember when i was first dating before i got married she was giving me 10 times the pussy i knew i was going to get later i knew it but I evaluated in my head about how much is this going to drop off? Yeah. You know, you, you think like, I think like that. I always <laughs> thought
1: like that. Well, I'll tell a, I'll tell a story. I may have even told the story on the show years ago, but okay. uh, after I got divorced, when I was 23, after I got divorced, I got, I got divorced in uh, May of 87.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: And the, the divorce w- wasn't final until I think it was like the third of September, like, you know, 30, 40, 30 years ago tomorrow or something. Right. <laughs> anyway, uh, right after I got divorced, um, I took this part-time job at the mall. It, it was just, I, I had a lot of time on my hands cause my, my job schedule was, I was working seven days straight. 12 hours a day and I got seven days off in a row and seven days on 12 hours, seven days off. Right. So I had a free full week of that. That was the greatest schedule I ever worked in my life. I, it was like, it it was like having a vacation every, every other week. Sure. it's nice. So, you know, I was young, 23, you know, single, I could do anything. And, mm-hmm. uh, it was coming up on Christmas. I remember this. I, my friend of mine and I, we were walking through the mall and, uh, there was this gal. I, I'm going to say she was in her thirties maybe. Okay. She was setting up this area in the middle of the mall to sell these, uh, styrofoam airplanes, those gliders. Oh, yeah, planes. I remember the big, the big yeah, gliders. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she was going to sell these over Christmas, right? Mm-hmm. And she was a, you know, she was kind of a petite, cute woman. And I walked up to her and I was just kind of kidding around with her, just being flirtatious with her. I'm just like, sure. She was wearing like a pilot's uniform, you know, she was into the whole, you know, flying thing, you know, looking Mm -hmm. looking like a pilot. So I went, I walked up and I was just kind of kidding with her. And I was just like, Hey, I want to fly with you. I want to be your co-pilot. You know, I was just, you know, flirting with her a little bit. And she goes, are you serious? And I'm just like. Yeah. She goes, I could really use some help. And I said, yeah, but I got a full-time job. And she says, well, what do you do? And we got into my whole job thing. And, mm-hmm. and she goes, I could use you every other week if you want to come work, you know, through Christmas. And I didn't, sure. I didn't need the job and I didn't need the money. I just thought it would just be fun, something fun to do just to get out and be around yeah. people. And so I said, all right, if you're into it, I'll, I'll do it. So I worked at the mall. Okay. Okay. <laughs> And I was working across the, 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 this, this thing was set up in the middle of the mall type area. And there was like a sports shop right across from where we were, had our little booth set up. And I, sure. and, and I had to demonstrate how <laughs> I did. I did work like at the mall, like I worked at the mall <laughs> and, and, uh, and, um, what I had to do was just stand there and demonstrate these glider planes, you know, so I'm right. flying these things and do barrel rolls and flying around. And, you know, just, I got really good at it, you know, cause I was doing it all day. Sure. So, uh, this, this little blonde girl come tripping down through the mall heels, short skirt, hair, makeup done, just, just smoking little smoking, little hottie. Yeah. And she, I'd see her every day. She'd go into the sports shop. And she come out the mall, and she kind of stand there and watch me. And I walked over and made made introductions. And it's like, you know, what's your story? And, oh, I work down here at KB Toys at the other end of the mall. I'm just down right. here visiting my mom. She works here at this this sports shop thing. It's like, all right. So I'd see her every day, and she'd come by and say hello and chit chat. And I finally started going out with her. Okay, I was 23. She was 19. She right. she she was just built like a little brick shit house, you know. She she was like five, five, one, five, maybe five two at the tallest. Right. High, big boobs, shapely legs, just sharp as hell. You hell know, yeah. a good looking girl. Mm-hmm. And I, I was just like, holy shit. So anyway, long story short, we're we're dating for about three or four months. Okay. And her family, her, her mother. Her mother and her stepfather, they were originally from St. George, Utah. Okay. And they, they owned two houses. They had a house in St. George and they had a house in the high desert where, where I was living. And her father, her stepfather worked at Northrop. Right. Well, they were just kind of stretched out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's exactly it too. Uh, So, so they decided they, they were kind of stretched on finances and her. Right her stepdad had a security clearance working out at Northrop. Right. And they keep an eye on your finances and things. And if you, they think that you're, (laughs) if they think that you're uh, in financial distress, you could lose your security clearance because they might suspect you of maybe selling secrets or something to, you know, get yourself out of financial bind. Sure. Mm No. He was a he was concerned about losing a security clearance, and so they decide to sell the house there in the high desert. And okay. so she basically approached me and just like, "Well, we're selling the house. Uh, either I move to Saint George with my mom and my sister, or I live with you." All right. And I'm just like, oh, "I don't want this chick moving in with me." You know, it's yeah. just, I'm just I got out of a marriage. Right. I've been dating this chick like for four four months or so. It's like, I'm not going to have some girl move in with me, you know? Yeah. So, of course, I went through the turmoil just like the Chris Aiken just went through the whole, well, what if she did move in with me? Am I going to get, you know, am I going to get the satisfaction I've been getting from her for the last four months? Because we yeah. banged like bunnies. Trust me. Mm-hmm. There, were, there were times that her mother would be on. I, I worked nights. So I would sit right. in the day her mother would drop her off at my house on the way to work on, on the way to work. And she would just crawl into bed and just stay there with me. And this girl, you know, after being married to a, just an awful person, (laughs) this was, this was like heaven sent here. You know what I mean? Right. And, And you know, banging this girl out three to four times a day was not uncommon. So she's the one
2: that uh, called you like hog or something, yeah,
1: right? Ehor,
2: Ehor, that's right.
1: And she called me her hehor. yeah, yeah. I remember that, <laughs> yeah. So I, you know, I was just like, oh, man, I don't want her moving here. I don't, but I don't want to lose her, but I don't want her moving here, you know. And I'm just going through this whole turmoil and it yeah. got down to the whole last week. Okay, what's the decision? Am, am I going back to Utah or am I, am I staying here? So I relented like a dumbass, and I said, "Okay, you can stay here." Now, mind oh. you, every time I saw her, every time I picked her up, and we did anything, she was all dolled up, always yeah. wore dresses, always oh, in yeah. her best.
2: Now she's in a muumuu and
1: sweats. Exactly, that's exactly <laughs> it. I so so I said, "Okay, listen, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna gonna let you move in here." I said, "But here is the ground rules." Mm -hmm. You have to keep the place clean. You know, you gotta, you know, keep things orderly because you've been to my home. I have always always been the way that I am. I keep things straight. Yeah. I said, all you have to do is keep the house clean, keep, keep things orderly. Don't cause me any problems and everything will be great.
2: Don't use the furniture in the living room. Don't sit (laughs) on the plastic.
1: (laughs) Well, within within weeks, it Mm -hmm. was. Come home, hair is pulled back in a in a ponytail, ponytail and the hair right? In the sweats, the the mm-hmm. furniture is dusty. You know, she's not doing shit.
2: Then bag started, of bag of potato chips on the couch while while Days of Our Lives
1: is on the TV. And then within, <laughs> within a very short amount of time, and I'm talking weeks. She, oh yeah, she started packing on the pounds already. Yeah, already. And, and so, so I, I was just like, this ain't working, you know, I was just like you, you and I have got to have a talk here that, I mean, you've been here six weeks and look what's happened just in six weeks. You know, she, she wasn't my little doll anymore. She was, she was like a, she was like a orphan or something that I was taking care of. (laughs) I was so disappointed. That's right. (laughs) And, uh, needless to say that ended badly. It, it ended I, badly.
2: I can't imagine that it would have ended any other way. So, so how did you end up putting her out?
1: I didn't. She left. She well, I was left, fortunate. She left and went and moved in with a mechanic that worked.
2: I remember me. this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. She, and I didn't know where she went because I also DJed at the club. Right. And so I told her I had to go to the club and DJ and I came home and she was gone. Right. And I had no idea where she was for four days. Right. you know, and I finally found out where she was because my neighbor knew where she was. Right. And, uh, I went over there and, and I'm, I went over to, you know, the, I, one of the mechanics that used to work for me, I, I went over and I'm just like, Hey, is Brandy here? And he goes, yeah, she's here. And I'm just like, oh, can I talk to her? And he goes, yeah, come on in. And she comes in she goes, what are you doing here? I I think the question is, is what are you doing here? Yeah, really? And she's like, I'm living here now. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. And that was the end of that. That was. Right. A- I don't know if you're aware of this, Neely, but I actually have a
2: picture of her from recently. Oh,
1: really? Yeah, there she is. <laughs> that could be her for all I know. Oh,
2: it's Bridget Fonda. Whoops.
1: Okay. <laughs> but, but yeah. Wow. Yeah. But but after that, I was just like, yeah, that's not happening anymore.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: No, that was it. That was I was done with that. It's just like nope. And and you know, you've you've known a few that I've been involved with, and 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 it's come down to ultimatums. And it's just like, well, every
2: time it comes down an ultimatum with you, they they hang out for about two years. Yep. And then all of a sudden, it's it's where's my fucking ring? Yeah. I know we said we weren't going for that, but where is it?
1: (laughs) It's like, yeah, you're gonna have to go now. Yep. Bye bye. You go now. Mm -hmm. You go. go Beat it. Yeah. Everything's fine. I've treated. I've held up my end of the bargain. I've been very good to you. And and what bothers me the most is how
2: shallow these chicks are. They feel like it's perfectly perfectly okay to be a gold digger but if we're a pussy digger then all of a sudden we're fucking bad and we're the same thing we're exactly the same thing we just we just put value on a different thing right they put value on money and and the the ability to attach to our money we put value on their pussy and our ability to fucking invade it right but it's the same thing we're the same But somehow we're worse because God forbid, we want to get laid twice a week, three times a week, whatever. How dare we want to do that?
1: Yeah. How dare we want to touch you or grab you or squeeze you or, you know, whatever? it's like, because that's immature frat boy bullshit and it's not a turn on.
2: Well, maybe you didn't understand the reason I wanted to date you in the first place. (laughs) It wasn't for your company.
1: Yeah. It was because of you had the DSLs going on.
2: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) There in any circle, no matter how old guys that are 15 years old, guys that are 85 years old and any circle you want to put in between when they get together and they have their druthers, it's the guys without the women every time, every time the woman, the only time the women are there is when they, when they are the kind that will cause too much grief not to bring them. Right. Is that not true? That is true. Every time yep. from 15 to 85, there's never a variation of that ever. Nobody throws a party and says, "You know what? I'm going to invite 10 of my guy friends and uh, let's you and you bring your wives cuz they're cool too." <laughs> That's been said never in the history of of people. Right? You know, I, it just doesn't happen that way. Nope. And that being said, I'm maybe one of the few that, because I have, I, it, and I, I, guess I, I'm a, I'm gonna rephrase a little bit. It's almost never been said in history. There are a few guys. I'm one of them that has a chick that is their friend, Right. like a legitimate, just their friend, like me with Stephanie, Stephanie's my legitimate friend. So I don't mind if she comes along. But one of the reasons she's allowed to come along is because she doesn't act like a fucking chick. (laughs) You know, she does not when she come comes to a party or something. It's not like all of a sudden we got to stop talking about pussy or what She'll be the one leading the charge. Right. She'll be the one go. Look at those tits. That girl's tits are better than mine. You know, I mean, she'll be like right in there on that shit. But that's that's so the exception to the rule. Almost every other place. How many times, dude, think about this in your life. You're what? 59? Yes. How many times in your life have you been somewhere? An event, a graduation, a funeral, uh, something that has a gathering of people, whatever it would be, but a gathering of family, a Thanksgiving dinner, whatever it would be. And at some point, inevitably, at every one of these things, The wife bickers at the husband and they start arguing. And then there's the husband that's just trying to say, let's do this later. Let's talk about it later. Let's go outside and, and no, we're going to do it here. I don't care if your family, hears what I got to say.
1: Well, that was my ex-wife. I I told you that story, how she left me at my parents' house on Christmas. Yeah. I mean, we, we we spent three days at Mm -hmm. her parents' house. Right. Like three days before Christmas, like the day mm-hmm. before Christmas Eve, Christmas Eve, yeah. Christmas Day, and then we drove back to Akron for for right. Christmas dinner. And my whole family, who didn't all live in the town, but they came in, and they held dinner and had dinner later in the evening just to accommodate us because normally we would eat like at one or two in the afternoon. Well, they mm-hmm. held dinner till like five you know, to give us a a little extra time Well, we ate dinner and then she's like, okay, I'm ready to go now. It's like, wait a minute. We've been here under less than two hours. We just, we just spent three days at your parents' house. Right. You know, well, I don't know about you, but I'm ready to go. Well, tough shit. We're staying. That's what I said. And I said, well, we're, we're not going anywhere. You need to sit down there or either be cordial or get involved or whatever the case may be. She sat on the couch for maybe a half an hour and then she just grabbed the keys, got up, got mm-hmm. up and she drove off in my car and left me there. <sighs> what a bitch. What a fucking bitch.
0: Ugh.
2: But it's always like, and meanwhile, the, the, the trans, the, the other side of that, the, the pendulum swing of that. Guys can literally have a fist fight and be fine. Five minutes later at a, at a, at a party. Right. We saw it here at my house on that, yes. that, that party that I don't remember what the party was for, but well, what, what are your
1: book releases? One of my
2: book release we parties
1: were doing the show live. I believe yeah. we were doing, we were doing, and, yeah. and John and somebody else was getting into it in your living room.
2: Well, me, no, it was me. Remember John was all drunk and he was yelling in here. <laughs> And I went out there to tell him to shut the fuck up. And he told me, and, and he like jumped at me and I knocked him over my fucking couch. <laughs> I just hit him and knocked him over my fucking couch. And and at that point, AJ took him outside, calmed him down for five minutes. He came right back in. We were good. <laughs> we went right back to, I came right back in here doing the show. Right. But we literally had a physical converse, confrontation and we were good. It was like, all right, well, that's over. Onward we go.
1: All right, You put me me in my place. I I guess I'll, you know, be, be your subservient cuck now.
2: Yeah. (laughs) But that was, but it's just chicks are a fucking, once you get into the relationship with them, they always want to change. Yeah. Always want to change. And it sucks. It's like, you know what? Some of you, some of you ladies are pretty fucking fun to be with when you're dating. You really are, but don't change that. And don't expect us to change the fact that we're constantly trying to grab your tits and fucking finger bang you in the car and fucking <laughs> get laid. That's what we're looking for. We're not looking for that in dating phase. That's what we're looking for. We don't look, we don't look in phases. Do we?
1: No, I, we're I, just, I think that you just wanted to go on this way from here on out. Yeah. Look at Shelly. You're just wrong. I'm just going to say this to Shelly. She
2: may not be one of these, but the majority are here's, let me put this in the chat. Cause it's in the, 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 the other local, chat. Yeah. The locals chat. Yeah. So here's, here's what Shelly said. Chris and Neely sound like they
1: picked the bad ones. No, well, then they're all bad. They're all bad. I, I've had a share. I, I should know. Chris has known a few of them. Yeah. And you know, uh, all lovely girls. All nice to look at all pleasant, but boy, you, you, uh, you don't, uh, what do you want to conform to their expectations? They become a fucking nightmare.
2: How many chicks did I date when I first got single? (laughs) I mean, dude, literally. And for those of you that don't remember, I'm sure some of you do. It was literally every single week. There was a different chick in here when I was doing the show in the studio with me.
1: And it was a problem. And it was a problem constantly. Do you have to, you have to talk like that? Do you have yes. to talk about those subjects? Do you have to yes. have that opinion? Do you have to have this? It's it's like, this is me. This is who you're involved with. This is who, yeah. you know.
2: And And you were privy to it. I think I shared it on the show too. Did I not tell every single one of them at the very first date, I do a show, it's really raunchy, here's a link to it, figure <laughs> it out. Right. I told them all, every one of them, and some of them, to their credit, some of them were like,
3: yeah, that's yeah for me. can't do that. Yeah. yeah.
2: And I was okay with that. Some of them got shitty about it, and then I got shitty back with them. <laughs> but, but, you know, I mean, I was always up front. This is who I am. This is what I'm doing. Right. And they would all just not, you know, when, when I'm buying, when I'm buying $300 dinners and fucking $200 bar tabs, I'm the best guy in the world. But when I move them in here for two days and I want to fucking get my dick sucked, you might as well thought that I said, Hey, Hey, let me rape you. (laughs) You know, it's like, fuck off. They're all the same. Sorry, Shelly, you're wrong on that one. Maybe you're not like that, but that would make you the exception. You are not the rule.
1: Yeah. the, the Believe me. There's only one that is the exception in my life. Yeah, So there's, far. So far. Yeah.
2: Well, I'm never going to find out again because I don't want, <laughs> I don't want to deal with that bullshit. I agree. You know, I, I, it hit the, it hit the final head. I, I'll tell you when it was. Cause she was on the show. It hit the final nail with, with Amy right. I, I, I look and I'll share shit. I've never said I legitimately could have broken every rule that I have and fucking married that girl. <laughs> I really could have, I really liked spending time with her. I really, really liked even just being on the phone with her right. or video chatting or any, sure. I mean, I was, I ain't gonna lie. I was really in love, really in love.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And that girl, as soon as we started getting, as soon as she came here and it went from just fucking around and, you know, seeing what we could get away with to like a lot more real. Wow. Did that change in a hurry in a fucking minute, right? Different person. And it was like, you've got to be fucking kidding me with this shit so badly And the final straw, I don't know if I ever told this on the show. I don't even know if I ever told you, but the final straw was when, when I was, when I was messing around with Amy was when my son came down with cancer.
3: Right. Right.
2: And I obviously, quite obviously as my son's dad freaked the fuck out, you know, that my kid had fucking lymphoma, you know? And I was like, you know, holy mother of fuck. You know, what am I going to do? And this bitch fucking texted me at one point and said, stop spending so much time on your son and spend more time spending time with me. And I was like, you fucking bitch, (laughs) you are so fucking fired. Right. And I did. I went fucking berserk. Right. You know, because I, I, but that was what it was when, before we got serious, Before we got serious, if my son would have come down with cancer then before we got serious. I guarantee you, she'd have been like, do what you got to do. I'll be here when you come back. I'll be here when you, when you, once you get your world in order, but no, because we were further, it was like, you got to be fucking, you got to spend time with me. You got to give me attention, right? Fuck your kid. I was like, no, fuck you beat it. You're gone. You're out of my world. Right. And that was hard as fuck. I like, I had to go to all my friends and tell them to unfollow her on fucking <laughs> stupid Facebook and all this other bullshit to, to cut her off from all access. Cause I didn't want her creeping or any of that bullshit on me. I, it was a real pain in the dick to get rid of her, but onward she went. Yeah. And that's, that's probably the only weird as this is to say, that's the only chick I've ever completely written out of my life. Like completely, completely written out of my life. You know, I, I'm still in contact with pretty much everybody else that I dated more than once, you know, and, and obviously, you know, I, i say it all the time. Me and my ex talk somewhat often, not, not super often, but well,
1: you still, you have shared children though. So yeah, but they're grown. My, yeah. my daughter turned 33 but, today but, for God's sakes. I don't have to. Yeah. But you're still going to be attached to her for yeah. Uh, We get
2: we get along okay. I mean, I'm not going to say we're we're buds or anything now, but you know we're we're civil, which is more than I could ever say when we were married.
3: Absolutely,
2: (laughs) as you saw firsthand, right? (laughs) Civility and me and her was not a thing.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I get you. All right. Well, let's get back to some of these other. All right. Yeah. Let's hear what these other winners have to say. Other grievances. All right, let's hear this. For my whole 20s, I had to make my boss think that my ideas were actually his to get him to agree with me or even consider what I was saying. I had two more jobs after that where I fell into the same situation. Thankfully, I work in a place that has given me a voice and confidence. There are good places out there, and I promise, where it's not all about the top dog CEO bro who takes in 99% of the profits do not sell yourself short or allow an imposter syndrome to take over. I regret that so much. Well, that's, that's less on them and more on you. Yeah, that's your choices. you, You allowed them to walk all over you. Exactly.
2: To, to both Chris and Neely, what do you think about the old saying? Girls give sex to get love and guys give love to get sex. I don't agree, but I'll let you answer first.
1: Uh, Let me see. Girls give sex to get love. That part I agree with. And guys give love to get sex. Mm, I don't know. I've, I've had some girls who have been very aggressive in, in very early stages and mm-hmm. I certainly wasn't giving any love, but they were willing to give the sex. Yeah. So, so I'm going to agree with the first part, not so much agree with the second part, because I've had girls come on to me in a very, very short window to where I wasn't even, you know, didn't even know them well enough before they right. were already w- willing to give it up.
2: Hmm. Yeah. I, I, I just think the whole premise of this statement is a little bit wrong. Women, I think it's more of an equate thing. Women equate sex with love. They think that that pussy's so valuable that if you're willing to be in it, then you must love them.
3: Yeah, which is
2: ridiculous. You know, I love anybody two in the morning. I don't give a fuck who they are. <laughs> you know, there's no love in me. But and that's the other thing with the guys. We equate sex to just fun. We don't equate it to any emotion, any yeah. other emotion.
1: Yeah, it's it's just an activity.
2: Yeah, it's no. I, I I said this to Kelly one time. You want to talk about an argument? <laughs> <laughs> we were we were drinking and and just throwing shit around, and and I actually said this. I said that guys don't look at sex any differently than we do a baseball game or a concert or something like that. It's literally the same
1: in our head. Yeah. It's not it's, better. No, it's an activity. It's, yeah. a, it's a thing that you do.
2: Yeah. It's kind of like going to the gym if you actually like going to the gym. Right. Cause it is, it's really just exercise.
1: Yeah. It's just a, it's just an activity. That's all it yeah. is. It's not, it's not an emotional thing. It's not no. a, it's not a, um, uh, you know, heartfelt thing specifically, not, not in all cases, but specifically. And, It's just an activity. Yeah. It's just something to do. It's better than watching
2: TV. Right. That's really what it comes down to. It's better than watching TV. Right. But, but when you say that to chicks, they get all fucking pissy.
1: Yeah. Because they attach emotion to it. And guys are just like, this isn't an emotional thing to me. It's, it's just like, man, this feels pretty damn good. Yeah. (laughs) And that's great. And that's it. It's literally
2: sex is literally from guy laziness. It's like, this feels better than me beating my dick and I don't have to do it myself. Right. That's why a fucking motorized fleshlight is pretty much just as good as a chick to most of us. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Honestly, those, why do you think the porn shops can sell those fucking torso things? It's just a, That's just an ass with a pussy and an asshole.
3: right, 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 Exactly. You know
2: why? Because that is really all the more we equate sex to something that'll fucking go on our dick and make us fucking squirt. That's it. That is it. There's no need for anything more than that. All the bullshit that you girls, any girl. And I put this to any of you ladies that are listening that are already fucking probably fuming at me and Neely. If you've ever asked your guy to cuddle after you've, after he's blown his load, you don't know anything about your guy because your guy just wants to go to fucking sleep now or get up and go do something else. No guy, no guy. The only, let me take this back. The only time that a guy wants to do that is if the sex is part of something special that happened in the day. So, if you had some significant moment, you know, like you got the big raise at work or something, you know, I, I mean, you know, you get the big raise at work, you call home, say, you're not going to believe this, babe. I got a 30% raise at work. Oh, that's great. Blah, blah, blah. Come home, she's got the nice dinner for you got the fucking candlelight bullshit. She fucks your brains out. Like really gives you the good sex. Not just the (laughs) none of the mill shit,
1: not the blow job in the broom closet.
2: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Not the, not the, are you done yet? Sex. You know, she gives you the good sex at that point. Then it's somewhat okay for the cuddle part because you're both kind of involved in the accomplishment. The, 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 you know, the reason for the sex, yeah. Work. not necessarily the sex, but if, if you're just, if it's just Friday night and you're asleep and you wake up with a hard dick and you start grabbing her tits because that's just what guys do. So we all do. We wake up at three in the morning. We're like, look over and you're like, mm, I'm going to fuck her. You know? So we do, we wake up. So then we start grabbing her tits and the girl inevitably goes, what are you doing? Yeah. So, yeah, you know what I'm doing? Sleeping." Leave me yeah. alone. But then if you leave her alone, she's like, are you going back to sleep? <laughs> no, I'm I'm getting ready to fuck you. You know, that's 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 how this whole work, that's how it works. But in that, in that scenario, once we've busted our nut, the last thing in the world we want to do is fucking cuddle. What we want to do is go back to sleep. <laughs> now we got the poison out of us. Our dick is when your dick is hard, ladies. Let me just explain this to you. Your dick is hard, ladies. When your dick is hard, like really, really fucking hard from a fucking, you know, like a morning wood hard, there's nothing else you can do in your life except focus on your dick being hard. <laughs> and you have a few options. You can wait it out, which is usually a pain in the ass. Pain in the you dick. Could, you could try the mental approach, Roseanne Barr, Roseanne Barr, Roseanne Barr, hoping it goes away, which. 50 50 at best Bridget Fonda Bridget Fonda Bridget Fonda Fonda. (laughs) you know I mean you can you can jerk off just get rid of it or if there's a chick you can get her to take care of it that's it but that's all it's worth to us too it's not it's not like we got that fucking morning wood because we're like this beautiful woman is next to me and I want to have mad passionate sex with her right now. She's so special to me. That's never gone through any guy's head in the history of men. Never. And if it was they're fucking other men, because they're gay as could be. Am I wrong in any of this?
1: No, not at all. Again, it's, it's not for most guys. And depending on the situation, it's not an emotional thing. It's just a, physiological thing yeah that's it we just need a nut yeah it's like it's like you're there we're together you know accommodate me here that's right
2: take care take care of me that's taking care of me same as that is literally the equivalent of bringing me chicken soup when i got the flu right it's the exact same thing
1: we're just giving you the cream of some old guy All right. My ex-boyfriend was most likely still is the type of controlling guy who spent our entire relationship telling me that I don't drink enough water. One day I was having terrible period cramps and he tried to convince me that I was having cramps because I was dehydrated. I gave him the good old, that's not how periods work speech, but I'm certain he didn't believe me. This same man broke up with me in a text message. He's over 30. I feel sorry for any girl who's dated him,
2: but you sucked his dick. Yeah. Fooled you, Yeah. (laughs) but again, see, all these
1: points are still the same though. (laughs) I guarantee you he was that way before. Yeah. He was that way when you met him, but you You thought this this guy's potential. I could change him or I can mold him into what I think he should be.
2: This sounds like she moved the relationship up way too fast Yeah. in her own head. She didn't even know this guy and she all automatically was in love. Fuck out of here with that.
1: Yeah. You're like a blank canvas. I can make something out of you.
2: Yeah. I could change you.
1: Right. I can make you
2: good. I can make you sophisticated. Shut up.
1: (laughs) I was telling my male boss about a trip. I was planning backpacking solo in Europe for a month. What, what is with that uh, let's backpack around europe you ever hear that, that that's like the most cliche thing i ever heard in my life like yeah. let's go go pack through europe who wants to do that i don't know it, it's like a it's it's like a, hipsters it is it definitely is it's like let's let's stay at hostels and backpack through europe and you know take in the essence of europe
2: Yeah, no, thanks.
1: Okay. I was planning my route route where I was staying and how I was going to get around. And he said he and a friend went to Germany one summer and just hitchhiked the whole way. I was like, no, I can't do that. It took him a minute to figure it out. I saw the light bulb go on. He said, oh, I guess you probably can't. I wouldn't want my daughter to do that either.
2: (laughs) Okay clueless about the fact that what the real thought is is i don't want to be with a crabby bitch while i'm doing this right not that i not that i could even understand two men wanting to do it but at least if you go with a buddy he's not gonna whine and bitch the whole time exactly she's gonna be like it's fucking too hot to go today my feet are tired this backpack's heavy you need to carry it for me (laughs) fuck
1: off one day, a male friend asked, what are you doing? And I said, making it as hard as possible for someone to get into my apartment by way of the window with the AC unit in it. He replied, that looks like a lot of work. You have insurance, right? Just let them take the TV. <laughs> no, they're breaking in to get my
2: valuable pussy. Don't you understand? Yeah, yeah they're, they're they're coming to tie me up and and have their way with me
1: yeah you never know when the night stalker is on the loose out there that's right (laughs) yesterday i was in the building where i work it was a day when we were technically closed but i like to work those days because it's quiet and i can get things done it was early morning i had the lights off and the door locked, but a man came to the door looking for my male colleague I tried to keep the man outside, but he sort of forced the door open and came inside, making a comment about it being too hot outside and needing to view the space. The space is partly a gallery, and this man was going to be showing his work there. He continued asking me questions when I reiterated that my colleague wasn't in yet, but would be by such and such a time, so he could come back then. He finally said, okay, and he turned to leave as as he was opening the door, he turned to me and said, You know, you're gorgeous. I can't even register it as a compliment because I immediately went into a terrified flight, uh, fight or flight mode. So he Well paid-
2: then just to just stay home.
1: Yeah. I pay I paid you a compliment.
0: Oh my god, he's gonna attack me. Yeah.
2: Stay home, you over fucking sensitive idiot. You know, I'm I'm tired of that nonsense too. The whole you can't you can't say oh you're cute or you're you look hot or whatever. Get the fuck out of here. Yep. I'm just gonna do it. I don't <laughs> care if you're upset. <laughs> if you're upset that I gave you a compliment,
1: that's your fucking problem. That's, that's that how I look problem, at it. I mean, it's creepy. Tough. It's, it's creepy. But I I made myself up and I wore a low cut blouse and everything to get noticed. But the minute you say you notice me, then that's creepy.
0: Yeah.
1: But but what are if, you supposed if, to say? But if it's a guy that I'm interested in and he makes a compliment, then that's yeah. perfectly fine.
2: Yeah. What are we supposed to say? If we're interested, you look perfectly acceptable today. Yeah. Wonderful.
1: <laughs> you're, you're acceptable. You're perfectly yeah. acceptable. You look human today. Very but, good. Right. Get the Fuck out of here with this
2: nonsense. These chicks are fucking delusional. Right. Well, it's the world we live in. Yeah, a bunch of scared fucking twat
1: bags. (laughs) A guy said to a woman we were both friends. uh, Let's see, a guy said to a woman we were both friends with, I don't understand why you think laundry is difficult. All you do is load the clothes in the machine, add soap, and press the buttons. You're done. Her response was, at the same time, I'm wrangling three kids while doing laundry. I also will have to do three loads of laundry while wrangling these kids. His response was that's your life choice. That's your problem. No one said you need to have kids, empathy, and compassion for others is
2: dead. It's always been that way. (laughs) It's nothing new. Yeah. Do you think in the fifties, the Ward cleavers of the world really wanted those kids? (laughs) The only reason they had them was because they knew they had a fucking built-in babysitter back then. Right. It's the only reason they had them. They wanted pussy. They didn't want to pull out. And they knew that they had a babysitter. So
1: they had kids. Yes. I I would imagine I did everything I could to prevent that. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Uh, There's a guy who comes to my events with uh, my friendship group. He's a creep and says awful things like, When women dress a certain way, they can't be surprised by what happens. That's a creepy thing. I guess me and you're both creeps then. Yes, I have asked my male friends several times not to leave me alone with him, but they all say is it's fine. He's fine. Even though I've told them what he said and he's followed me to the toilet a few times. All right. Well, he is a creep. I guess he is. That doesn't make everybody a creep. They didn't get it. They act as if I'm being irrational. It really pisses me off. I asked them again recently and they said he's not that bad. And I said, You wouldn't say that if you were a girl. There's no making them understand that's not good. How about this? Why do they have
2: to understand your perspective?
1: Handle your own business. Well, again, in this day and age of of uh equality, everybody's equal all of a sudden now you want chivalry. Yeah. You know, it's just like, well, either, either you accept the fact that, you know, you're a chick or a woman rather and guys are guys, or you, you can't have, you can't have all the benefits and none of the obligations,
2: but that's exactly what they want.
1: Well, that's what it is. All Mm -hmm. the benefits and none of the obligations.
2: Yeah. Too bad. Not so, giving it to you. Yeah. You won't like it if I true. And I I've said this to quite a few of my female friends. You won't like me much. If I treat you like I do my guy friends. Exactly. Because I will, a, I will tell you you're a piece of shit. B I'll punch you in the mouth. <laughs> you know, you won't like that guy. You won't like it. You need me to have something in my head that says you can't do that to a woman. You need me to have that part. And if you really want to be an equal, that's fine. Believe me, that makes my life a hell of a lot easier. When, when women run their fucking pie holes and you can't just haul off and knock their teeth out when they really deserve getting their teeth knocked out, that's hard. There were many times during my divorce, I wanted to fucking hit my (laughs) wife with a ball bat right in the fucking mouth, but I couldn't do it. Because right. you don't right. hit women. It's 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 the rule. Yeah. Okay. It wasn't because I it wasn't because I, I like that rule, it wasn't even because I believe in that rule. It's because it's the rule.
1: Well, you're like Chris Rock. I, I'm not saying to do it, but I understand. I understand.
2: <laughs> yeah, I totally understand.
1: Yep. Uh my partner will open the front door to complete strangers who ring the doorbell. Whoever heard of answering your front door. <laughs>
2: Yeah. Answer the front door. Who does that?
1: (laughs) I on the other hand. will look out the window first, then crack the window. If I need to talk to them. When I explain why I do not feel safe at all, when he does that, it's just a door, no security screen or anything. He was genuinely baffled. Look like it took a while, but I'm still not entirely sure he gets it. No. Uh, I walked about a half a mile to meet with a friend for drinks and it was pouring rain. Then we wrapped up around midnight. My boyfriend could not understand why I was so insistent on him picking me up and eventually was such an ass about it that I walked home. He definitely got an earful. It's <laughs> funny. Hi, Jay. There, look at Jay Dressner.
2: Yeah. I don't know Jay Dressner, but hello, Jay.
1: Yeah. We're still here, Jay. Thank you for stopping in. You know, I got a text from Bob Leather this
2: week, thinking of this. Yes, and Bob Leather said to me, "He said, he said, you know, I hadn't listened to to you guys consistently in a year or something. Okay, like you have just been busy with life and blah blah right. blah." And he said, "He said, you know, it's really refreshing that I could just turn it on and listen to a brand new episode, and it's the same as it was back then. It's same as you it know, was. It, yeah, exactly." hasn't changed an ounce hasn't hasn't softened hasn't (laughs) hasn't you know caved into the man nothing no he was like that is fucking good he's like that he said he literally has not heard that with anything else that he's listened to for a long time so i took that as a compliment
1: right so (laughs) anyway Uh, when the me too movement started, my husband was questioning why a woman would actually wait to come forward and report an assault or harassment. I had to try to explain the realities of trauma and the, and the quite real possibility of not being believed topped off by retaliation. He then went on to question why so many women seem to have a story about being harassed or assaulted because he had not done or would never do anything like that. And didn't believe any of his friends would either. I let out a deep sigh and then reminded him of the time I, I punched his drunk friend in the face at a party because he tried to force himself. on me.
2: Yeah, I don't, I, again, I I'll side with the guy on this one again. We don't have your experiences. We're not equal to you. We're not, we, we don't, we don't care quite honestly. We don't care. You know, deal with your own bullshit. We don't come home to tell you every fucking thing that pisses us off.
1: <laughs> and this one will will cap it off for you. Okay, I had a I had a long ago boyfriend who I accused of not liking women. He said, "Of course he did," and referenced his Playboy Channel subscription. He became a <laughs> ex shortly thereafter. Oh,
2: how dare you! How dare you <laughs> like to see women? Yeah. Uh- <laughs> He had a Playboy channel subscription.
1: Translation, she's not giving him nearly enough pussy. Or again, he had to bury his face in her neck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look away. Look away. Look away.
0: <laughs>
2: what a fucking bunch of cunts that wrote these comments.
1: <laughs> wow. Let's see here. And let's see what, uh, let me read this one real quick and see if it's, okay, go ahead. Up. um, um, if you have a larger chest, you will automatically be sexualized no matter what you wear. I have, Yes. I <laughs> you know, just, just stay objectified and be liked. Okay. Yes.
2: <laughs> you know what else? You won't be shunned like you will, if you're flat tested, Right. You got a nice set of tits. We'll be nice to you. That's that's truth.
1: I have what you'd call an athletic build with generally smaller chest. I have a friend who is a similar size, but she inherited her mom's boobs in her butt. More than once, it has happened that the same clothing that passed without problems on me, that be a t-shirt dresses, jeans, blah, 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 became a problem when she was wearing it. But that makes sense.
2: Yeah, well, make it known that you suck dick a little bit easier than the one with the big tits, and you'll get that attention. You can compensate, right? I, I Look, a flat-chested chick can still get a lot of dudes. Sure. Just has to make it known that she throws the pussy around. Right. And, yes, we're always going to want – we always want to see titties bounce. Right. What it, What was it that Ron White said once in his comedy routine? Once you've seen your first, ter- once you've seen your first pair of tits, now you want to see all the rest of them, right? That's what he said in his comedy routine, and he's a thousand percent right. We never get tired. I I won't speak for you because you're the anomaly to everything, Neely. But the rest of us pigs out here, <laughs> I will tell you, we will look at any pair of tits. Any, I'll look at Lizzo's tits just to see them. I'd be in. I would be interested in seeing them. I'd be interested in seeing Bridget Fonda's tits today. Guys want to see all tits all the time. Sure. We love them. We love them. And if that means that we're nicer to you so that we can get a little closer and kind of watch them shimmy in your shirt a little bit when you're moving around. Yes. Accept it. At least we're being nice to you
1: you know holy shit was it you probably don't remember this because it's so old but but i think uh dolly parton was on the tonight show with johnny carson okay and i and it caused a big uproar when he made some kind of a comment to her he said that he would pay he made some kind of comment that he would pay x amount of dollars just to get a peek under her shirt <laughs> he said that on the show and i just remember the out the outrage oh yeah that he caused by saying something to that effect he said yeah he says, boy I'd, I'd pay you know a million dollars or some shit like that just right. to take, get a peek under your blouse or some shit like that
3: yeah and, 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 and
1: that just caused a ripple effect man i just did
2: at that time, the Tonight Show did what about 30 million viewers a night or some yeah. crazy number like that? That's the only one, it's the only thing on the show on TV that time of the night. So, I guarantee you, as sure as water is wet, there were 15 million guys at the exact same time thinking the exact same thing.
1: Exactly. Fuck
2: yeah, you know. There's a reason that all the chicks that that 90% of the chicks that are fucking famous have big tits because
1: that's what guys want to see. Right. Well, I mean, look at look at the old starlets of the day. Jane Mansfield, uh, Marilyn the, Monroe, Marilyn Monroe, Amy Van Dorn. They, yeah. they were all with the little thin waist, the big boobs, mm-hmm. the the nice ass. You know, yeah. that's that
2: was the thing. If you don't have huge tits, you better be a monster actress. Jane Russell. Yeah, of course. Holy Should shit. Jane Russell. Jesus, yeah, well, dude, think about it this way. Julia Roberts. I'll go a little more modern. Okay. Great actress. Honestly, she's a, she's a really good actor. You agree with that? She's a, she's a really good actress.
1: I, I'm not, I've never been a fan, but I agree with what you're saying,
2: but she's ugly. And she's got not, she doesn't have great tits. She has fucking mosquito bites. (laughs) And then she's got that rhinoceros mouth that we've talked about previously.
3: A big alligator mouth.
2: Big alligator mouth. So, you know, she's, you know, she had to be a great actress. Uh, By comparison, Pamela Anderson was able to work for 20 years. That girl couldn't act her way out of a fucking kindergarten play, but it did not matter. Cause all we want to do was see her running around on the beach or running around in a leather outfit, playing barbed wire.
1: Right. Of course.
2: You know, I mean, come on. That's just the way. It, what's the other girl. That's like really considered a, a great actress, older Susan Sarandon. She's considered a, a great actress, right?
1: Yeah. She's been around a long time. I don't even know what her body looks like. Do you? Uh, the only one that I know that I, that I can, she was on, uh, uh, Thelma and Louise.
2: Yeah. I, I, I know. I mean, I know movies I'm saying she, she, her body is unstunning.
1: Yeah. I mean, she's not, there's nothing remarkable about her. Yeah. No,
2: her body's unstunning. So she had to be a great actress in order to keep working. True. Where Scarlett Johansson, another one. Doesn't act very well, but who cares? <laughs> She's hot.
1: They want to look at her.
2: They want to look at her. Sure, Jennifer Conley. Jennifer Conley, terrible actress. Yeah, it picks terrible plot. T- picks terrible shit to be in no less. And I'll tell you what, that movie that she did or that series that she did recently, that train, frozen train or whatever that shit was called, where the train the earth was frozen. And now the only place to live was on this train that drove around. Okay. I forget what it was called, but it was on like TBS or something. She was in this thing. I must've watched two and a half seasons of this fucking show (laughs) and it was total shit, but she is a snow piercer. Thank you, Anthony snow piercer. It was garbage, but she was hot. So I watched it. That Tits equal money. (laughs) <laughs> if, if, if you women don't understand that, that's the truth. Tits equal money. If you've got big tits, we will spend bigger money. If you've got flat, ch- if you're a flat chested chick or small tits, you better do something else to prove that you're sexually worthy of our money. Cause in our mind, that's what, that's what we're doing. We're trading money for sex, whether it's buying hookers or buying you, we're trading money for sex. That's what we do. That's just the way of the world. Accept yeah. it. I agree. All right. You done with this story? Cause I actually have a, I have a follow-up and I know we're getting long in this segment, but I have a follow-up that fits this segment.
1: Okay. Are you done though? I don't want to interrupt. Oh, yeah. No, I'm done. I've, I've run out. I, go ahead. All
2: right. uh, you're going to, you got your tape handy. <laughs> on the topic of snatch chat. Yes podcaster Sophia Franklin revealed she only wants to date a wealthy guy and will ask for their bank statements on the first date before pursuing any further. (laughs) She confessed on her podcast, Sophie with an F. Okay. So in order to date this bitch, you got to show her your bank statement. All right. So let's, let's, I'm not going to read any more than here. What would you do if you went on a first date and she asked you to see your bank statement?
1: Well, I think I would probably have to ask her, why do you need to see that? It's like, what's the deal?
2: Well, I only want to date a guy in a certain, at a certain financial level.
1: Yeah. Well, again, I, I, if that's, if that's her only objective, then I got no, I got no use for her. So you would just leave it. Yeah. I'm thinking I might go the dirty route. I might be,
2: I might be like, here, I'll pull it up on my phone. But if I do, you got to suck my dick today. I would be that guy since it's already going to, since we're already going to blow it up anyway, might as well totally blow it up. You might get a blow job. Might. Probably not, but probably not. But what kind of fucking gold digging cunt is this bitch?
1: Well. That's, I mean, that, that's just at least putting her hand out there uh, right away. And you know who you're dealing with.
2: So do you look at it as a pot? And it's weird because comments on this story, I I've, it's posted in a few places. Comments on this story go both ways. There's, there's a bunch of people that are like me. They're like, this is a gold digging cunt and She deserves the worst. Okay. But then there's equally amount of guys, guys that are like, Hey, at least she's saying it. So I know to fucking get rid of her. Well, now.
1: that's me. It's just like, yeah. well, at least she's showing her hand. At least I know who I'm dealing with. So, so if things go bad, badly or whatever, if I choose to engage, then that's all on me. hmm Yeah. And she ain't all that either. That's the, you want to see her? Yeah. I have no idea who this person is. Yeah.
2: She's some fucking whatever. Instagram blah, 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 blah,
1: blah. Oh yeah. Is she the one who said she makes like 363,000 a month or something? I sort? don't know. I don't know what she does. Yeah, I think I know. And I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. She's yeah. Average. She's, she's got five head. Yeah. She does have
2: five head. That is yeah, true. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's, that's not happening. Yeah. You could Netflix and chill
1: on her forehead. Yeah. Yeah. yeah she's, man. she's John Astronomy's sister. <laughs> jane <laughs> Jane astronomy it's
2: jane astronomy right i mean
1: she's got a decent bod but no yeah, tits but she's average there's nothing yeah. there's nothing that spectacular about her she deserves lower end on the bank statement yeah i mean she deserves she's not that far from trailer park value yeah i've i've dated girls much better looking than that yeah much better but I'm saying, what what kind of number do you think you should
2: have to have to date this broad? 60000 I think that's way too high. You think if you make $45,000, that's not enough to attain this?
1: I don't know. I mean, for me, I, I wouldn't even look at her. I wouldn't even give her a second, yeah. second look, to be honest with you. Well, she's just average. Yeah, there's nothing spectacular about her
2: no, certainly not not I gotta validate my income too
1: no but but I can't, I can't believe she's making three hundred and some thousand a month I think in that article oh, there it says that she makes I don't she, think this
2: is the same rich sure? uh, I'm not sure but um her clip with nearly nine hundred thousand views yeah this is not I don't think this is the same girl
1: oh, okay because uh I mean, this is a different a different pig. Oh, right. Because Brian Bauman sent me one today. Uh, I'm taking boyfriend applications. I've already got 3000 candidates. Oh yeah. This is somebody different. Okay. <laughs> yeah, this, I, I'll shoot this over to you because uh, send it you know, over. Cause uh, yeah, it's, it's, she's like an Instagram model or some shit, but oh, again, good. to me, she's average. Right. She's nothing either so uh, let's see here get my mail open all right i'm shooting hit and send all right yeah this is another one that she's she's claimed she makes a shit ton of money And she's taking boyfriend applications.
2: Ah, good boyfriend applications.
1: Yeah. She said she, she claims she makes 360,000 a month doing bands only. Well, good for her. Why does she want a boyfriend then? Yeah. And again, I mean, she's got the, she's got the thick ass medium boobs thin waist but to me i I wouldn't even give her a second thought is look if i saw her on the street yeah she's she's got a pretty face yeah she's okay. i I mean she's okay she's not ugly but she's you know nothing nothing that and she's got the ass thing going on
2: yeah she definitely has the ass thing
1: going on she's got the whole kardashian ass bubble butt thing happening is it this one? No, it's not that one. Yeah, that one right there. That that.
2: No, I, I know that. I, I've got the link pulled up, and it's just not, I don't know what, which which tab to hit. That's all. This one. There she is.
3: Yeah.
1: Oh, she's got a pretty face. Well, she's, like I said, she's not ugly, but you got to look at her other yeah. photos, too.
2: Yeah, I don't think I'd be applying to date her.
1: And and what is it? What is she doing on, you know, fans only? That guys are willing to throw a bunch of money her way to see her do what? Finger banging herself? Is that what
2: it is? She's either finger banging herself or or sucking somebody's cock. I mean, what else? I mean, it's just it's it's got to be porn.
1: Well, she wouldn't be sucking somebody's cock because she's taking boyfriend applications. Maybe she's showing what she can do. Yeah, she's kind of average, really. Well, I mean, she's just you know, she's there.
2: Yeah, I mean, this picture especially is—that's regular girl. That's Carmela Soprano's younger daughter, right? Yeah, that's that's.
1: Eh, no, that's Alright, find the one where she's showing off her big booty. Keep scrolling down. Keep I think scrolling. that was the first one I had. No, this no, 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 no. Keep going down. Keep going. One more.
0: One not more. this one?
1: No, one more. Right there. Ugh.
2: <laughs> Jesus Christ.
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ.
2: Yeah. That's not hot. That ass is gross. Yeah, that's not good. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Yeah, not good. Whatever.
1: Another stinky turd ass. (laughs) Again, 360 grand a month, supposedly. I don't believe that. That's what she says. I don't believe her at all. I don't believe she makes a third of that.
2: No way. <laughs> oh, boy. I don't think this picture's out there. <laughs> All right. Well, that's that.
1: Mm. Wow. All right. Well, before we close out the segment, I got a joke. All right. I just remembered this and I found it. Okay. A man wanted to get married. Did he? (laughs) No, he didn't. He was having trouble choosing among three likely. Oh, wait. I thought that was the joke. (laughs) (laughs) He was having trouble choosing among three likely candidates. He gives each woman a present of $5,000 and watches to see what they do with the money. Mm -hmm. The first one does a total makeover. She goes to a fancy beauty salon, gets her hair done, new makeup, buys several new outfits, and dresses up very sexy for the man. She tells him that she's done this to be more attractive for him because she loves him so much, and the man is impressed. The second goes shopping to buy the man gifts. She gets him a new set of golf clubs, some new gizmos for his computer and some expensive clothes as she presents these gifts she tells him that she spent all the money on him because she loves him so much and again the man is impressed the third invests the money in the stock market she earns several times the five thousand dollars she gave he gave her she gives him back his five thousand and reinvests the remainder in a joint account she tells him that she wants to save for their future because she loves him so much Obviously the man was impressed. The man thought for a long time about which woman he had. The man thought for a long time about what each had done with the money he had given her. Okay. Then he married the one with the biggest tits.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: it's not even a joke. It's just reality. That's,
1: that's kind of the
2: point. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not even going to laugh. I'm just thinking, yep, that's what I would have done too. Exactly. I don't listen to all the evaluations and said, all right, 36 double D let's, let's get hitched. Exactly. And then I'd be divorced in three years.
1: Right. <laughs> and then she'd get all the money anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I say we wrap up this segment. I got a song pulled up here, which I think right. it just perfectly rounds out the segment. Okay. It's uh, steel panther with big, with big Big boobs. Perfect. (laughs) Exactly. So we'll play a few tunes. We'll come back. We'll do some more stuff. So here it is. It's steel panther exclusively here on your classic.